Cyrus beats down to nothing. Take one. Down production, take two. And action. Hey! Live episodes of Live! Late night podcasting tonight for the live Ooh, that screen is a little fuzzy. Gotta make sure that people can see what we're talking about. So tonight, we are covering, since the NFL Draft is coming up next week, we decided this would be the perfect week to discuss. Let's see, no one can see us now. Does that light not work? Oh. The lights burn out, bro! My lights burn out. Difficulties in the <laughs> difficulties in the war room. So tonight we are discussing one, the only 2014's NFL draft day. Sorry for the blurriness. I figured the lights would work in my in my place, but apparently they don't. So we're flying on a women of prayer, like Bon Jovi. So, dude, I mean, what can we say about this film? It was filmed. As a Browns fan, you loved this film. Yeah, this movie was filmed basically entirely in Cleveland. Yeah. Which we love. Mm -hmm. So originally, I was living in Memphis, Tennessee. When That's all we're not going to introduce. Oh, my God. Oh my God. You, think, you think it's my first podcast you or TV think show? It's your first podcast. It's my first podcast. time. Folks, welcome back with me, your host, Peon of the Life of Pi, and my co host, Who's Your Daddy Cheese? Who's Your Daddy Cheese? And as always, this podcast is presented by American Piping Products, Ameripipe.com. No, it's not. Don't say that. Miller Lite and. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't drink Proper that. Proper 12. I wouldn't drink that. I'm not that. drinking it. It's That's been out for a while, while, a long time. But, you know, shout out to Connor. <laughs> Connor McGregor's sponsor. Anyways. So, it is time to uh, discuss a movie. We're discussing Draft Day. And what a great it's movie. Good. It's a good film. At the end of the day, like, right off the rip, you, you would come in and you expect Cleveland. And everyone rips on Cleveland sports. And, you know... As a Cleveland sports fan, you hate it. But you also, you know, grow to understand it and kind of embrace it at the same exact point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, anyways, draft day, Kevin Costner, he's the GM of the Browns. Mm -hmm. Got the draft coming up, day of, morning of, and... You know, it's a big day. Like, this is what... This literally kicks off... We gotta, the turn, end. we gotta turn the stand up, right? This figure's gonna pick that up. Sorry, technical... We're gonna kick it down, bro! Te technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. But yeah, no, Matt, Matt's definitely on the right track. You, you got, um... Oh, sorry. Did I kick it off or did I... No, no, you're good. Just kick it down a little bit because the speaker will pick it up. I don't know if it's, if it's down or off. It's on still. We're good. You can come back. So... Like you were saying, uh, Kevin Costner is yeah. the GM of the Cleveland Browns. His dad is the former head coach of the Cleveland he Browns. Just died. And just week died the week earlier. Mm -hmm. And so basically, we come to this movie. Seattle has the number one pick in the draft, and the their GM's job is to find the most desperate man they can find. So Tom Michaels. So Tom Michaels has the option to draft Bo Callahan, the prized bull. From the Heisman Trophy winner from Nebraska, from Wisconsin. Was it? Was it Wisconsin? It was Wisconsin. Oh <gasps> my God! <gasps> messed it up right off. Messed it up right, right off the rip. Right off the rip. It's okay. But yeah, has the option to draft Bo Callahan, the number one overall prospect in the NFL draft, two thousand. Well, filmed and released in fourteen. So what is it? Film two thousand thirteen. So thirteen, fourteen draft, whatever. And, you know, they have this opportunity to get the prize quarterback, the quarterback Messiah that they're yeah, looking they for. Yeah, you have uh, Chi McBride, who kind of questions, in a sense, you know, all of those picks. So, you know, like, is it actually worth getting that pick? Like, is Bo Callahan the option, like the only option. Or is he the option or is he a Can bust? we flip this first overround pick? Mm -hmm. 
Which, honestly, I think half the teams who get the first overall pick do flip. This happened this year. This happened this year with the Panthers, right? So On the clock, baby. You, you, on the see, clock. you see. <laughs> on the clock. Can't wait to draft the midget. Oh, by the way, we got Can't wait to draft the midget Bryce Young. I can't wait till the 10 years from now I come back and Bryce Young has won his two Super Bowls. And I'm just like, I was an idiot in that podcast. Game of life, too. Got the dent in it. Thank you. Cheers to the boys. Pour one out. Cheers to the boys. To the boys. So, anyways, Shane McBride pretty much is like, hey, you know, can we get something better than Bell Callahan? Can we get better picks? You know, what are the options? What's 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 happened in the past? So, you know, uh, Tom Michaels, who's the, the GM of the Seahawks, says, you know, who's desperate? Sonny who's Weaver. the most desperate man you know? Sonny Weaver. He calls of the Cleveland Browns. And, of course, Cleveland Browns, back in the early – 2010s were just a shit football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to be desperate. They've been pathetic trash since they came back outside of 2007 when they made the playoffs. Well, you had a playoff run like 2020. Or in 20, it was 2020. You, you know. I'm talking about early 2010s talking, from, I'll, I'll from the reboot in Cleveland, right? I mean, Till now. Okay, this you know what? I like it. I like it. I respect that. It's the, the sequel. sequel. It's the sequel of, you know, the Browns. You know, who is the most desperate? And it's Sonny Weaver. It really is. Of the Cleveland Browns. Of the Cleveland Browns. So, you know, pretty much you get this back and forth kind of conversation, and it looks like it happens at, what, 8 a.m. somewhere in that range? It's probably 8 a.m. Cleveland time, which means... It's 8 a.m. Cleveland time, so which whatever. means it's... Yeah, it's 4 a.m., out west. It's probably about five when he calls. Because uh, he, he wakes seven, him up. For, yeah, five. He wakes him up like a 4.15. So you have to assume. Because yeah. he yeah. has to meet with his, I'm assuming, yeah. owner or he whoever. He meets with the owner, exactly. Yeah. Like, and they call. probably make a call probably half time. So you figure it's close yeah, it's to It's probably 5 about five their time, eight our time. Somewhere in that yeah. range. So, you know, you get this this phone call. It's like, hey, you know, we're thinking about flipping the number Which one means, like, pick. wink, wink, nudge, nudge. As we're he's moving his it. pancakes. It's, oh, you know, it's just a great day. Now, if you're the Seattle GM, you're thinking, if I move it, great. If I don't, great. You're in a win-win situation mm-hmm. at that point. Because you get the number one overall pick, or you flip it, and you can get at least a first round, two first rounds, three first rounds, second rounds. You have the option to flip it for whatever you determine it's okay. worth. So, you know, you get this phone call with Sonny, and you can tell Sonny's kind of just hesitant. He's like, because he he's written me? something down on a piece of paper, and we don't know what it says. Sticky note. It's a sticky note. It's a sticky note. It's a piece of paper. Anyways, he folds it up, puts it in his pocket. All right. But the question is, was it a post-it? It wasn't. It was a piece of paper. It was a sticky note. No, it wasn't. It was a sticky note. I might have been seven beers deep, but I know it was not a sticky note. It was a sticky note. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven beers deep. Anyways. What color was the paper? Green. Booyah. You want to try me again on some bullshit? (laughs) Anyways. So... I like your review so far. It's really good. You're just, just going. I, you know, I, I just, just like I just kind of this in depth. You're in the zone. So I'm just gonna let you go. Just fucking like now. You're in it. So I'm, yeah. Do your thing, man. So, anyways, Sonny kind of has this conversation with Tom McDonald or Tom McBride, whatever the hell his name is. What is it? Uh, Tom Michaels. And you know he's eating pancakes. and He's like thinking about flipping it, and you can tell that Sonny's kind of. Hesitant because whatever he's written on this piece of paper is important. Clearly. So you can see that something is going to happen. You just don't know what it is yet. And they kind of have this, this, this dialogue. And at the end of it, you know, obviously nothing really happens because he wants, he says he wants what the first uh, two pick. He wants the first. He wants first, he wants first round this year and the first round next year. And his nope, third. Nope. Nope. And his third. No. That was his first offer. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't because he it the second time they call. Because he wanted his two first and a third. 
Oh, yes, you wanted the, the first round this year, the second round next year, and the third round of this year. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he he's like, you know, no, I'm good. Enjoy your pancakes. Right. Right? Hangs up the phone. Goes throughout the day, has the conversation with his GM, which happens to be at Geauga Lake Water Park, which is a weird place to have a conversation. As we all know, for you're from Ohio, you know where that is, or right. used to be, I right. guess. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, hey, look, we can either get Ray Jennings or we need to make some moves. Who was played by Arian Foster, of, of, of so formal. Cool. NFL running back, as we all know, mm -hmm. and his dad is played by Terry Crews, as we all know, tried to get to the NFL, but he had like some like back injury or shoulder injury prevented from getting there. But I mean, that's neither here nor there. Right. I'm just I'm just trying to fill in the pieces that, that you're missing. That I'm missing. There's there's small pieces. Not there yet. Yeah. You you did skip over the whole pregnancy thing that they tried to throw in with the love story interest in the We're movie. We're talking about a couple different different lines here. So just oh, give me a give me a chance. Okay, all right, do your thing, homeboy. And you know you see this. The, so the scene that at Jogga Lake Water Park, uh, Jogga Lake mm. Water Park. The picture dimmed. We looks good. See now we can see it. Oh, it dimmed. Heck it dimmed. Yeah. Hey, it looks better now. Heck yeah, it's beautiful. So uh, you know, obviously, GM owner conversation. We gotta make moves. We gotta make this we gotta team. Gotta make a splash. And they're at Jogga Lake, and he tells them Which to make it, a splash. You know, I never realized that. You gotta wow. make a splash at the water park. Gotta make the splash. Gotta so, make a splash. So you know, you can tell that that Sonny's kind of. But anyways, he calls. Uh, oh, excuse me. Ooh, get it together. Get it together. He calls Tom Michaels back. It's like, all right, we're making a deal. Let's make this deal. But they never actually like, show it though. Yeah, they do. No, they we don't. saw the phone call. No, he never actually says yes on the phone call. You find True. out when he walks into the war he, room. Okay, you assume, but in you reality, never assume anything. Because you know what happens when you assume makes an ass out of you and me. Anyways, so they make the deal, <laughs> and but he's like, he's like, hey, Tom, look, let's make this deal. He's like, wait. That deal's off the table. We live in a different world than we did a couple hours ago. Uh -huh. What do you want? I want your pick this year, next year, and the year after okay. that. The first round picks. Which are which the NFL was like back then was like that's that's giving away a lot. Yeah. So they make the deal. So they get rid Cleveland Browns trade their uh, first uh, round picks for the next three years to the Seahawks. For this uh, year's no, no, first no, no, round, no, no, no. right? So you can tell that's kind of caused some stir, right? Everyone's excited because you know you see Sonny walk into the war room, all right? Because they're debating whether they go with Fonte Mack, Ray Jennings, whether you want the defense, or you want the you want the um, the running back, and now it's like. Just races the entire board, and the owners like. And he writes Bo, and the owners oh. like psyched. Anthony, the owner yeah. of the Browns, is psyched. He's at Berkeley Front Airport, as we all know, is right by. Yeah. Our if you're from if you're from Cleveland or the Ohio area, you know what the Muni Lot is. That is mm -hmm. darn near directly across from the Muni Lot, which we're all like the hardcore diehard Browns fans light up at like four or five a.m. every game day. And things happen there. I won't get into details because this is a family show. Miller Lite is involved. <laughs> and so a few other things. So you, you, you see that everyone's excited, right? Oh, we what? got the first number one overall pick. All right, hoorah! Real quick, we skipped over a part. What? You got um, Vontae Mack, played by the great late Chadwick Boseman. Mm -hmm. This was the first movie I saw Chadwick Boseman in. Probably 2014, yeah. Yeah, and I'm saying like, because for me, this is kind of off topic. For me, I was living in Memphis, Tennessee this movie came out. I'm from Ohio. I grew up probably about 40 minutes south of Akron. 40 minutes south of Cleveland in the Akron area. We'll say Akron area because people know Akron with Le Le LeBron. James. LeBron. You, you grew up with LeBron? I did not grow up with LeBron. I grew Are up with... sure? No. So... Me and I went to Solid. Went to Solace, Went to see this. <laughs> I went to Solace. <laughs> we went to see this in theaters. I'll never forget when they're like, 
the opening scene or like find the most desperate game you know and all of a sudden he goes Cleveland Ohio and some guy in front of me goes Cleveland a bunch of bitches and I was just like oh they're just gonna and my initial thought was like they're just gonna crap all over Cleveland Ohio this entire movie and make us the laughing stock because the thing is no other team wanted to be that role in this movie with Rollins like sure we'll do it Mm-hmm. Which what do you have to lose? Yeah, at that point, you're you're having your one in whatever seasons, and it's like yeah, when like four or five games of your fan base is just like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. It's just Can't so we sad. get. You know, I think that as a Browns fan, can we get a winning season? Just we're not asking. We ask for a Super Bowl. Every team asks for a Super Bowl. <laughs> we just want a fucking winning season. Like next, is that so much to ask? Now, like next year, the Browns competitive. Yeah. Now the Browns win like 12, 13 games next year. People be like. Oh my God! Just We're, go above five hundred, Jesus Christ, and stay consistent above five hundred. Yeah, but but my thought is, if the Browns don't, I can compete to win their division outright mm-hmm. and get to at least the second round of the playoffs. It's a disaster. Yeah, this year. Mm-hmm. Now in two thousand thirteen, this movie fell. I'm talking now for the twenty twenty three season. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, you we have, have to. to have a winning season. Have to. Yeah. But back to the main focus. Continue your review because you're like you're zoned in. I, I'm liking what I'm, what I'm seeing in here right now. It's the alcohol. That's okay. If this thing you do, each blocked in every episode. Because <sighs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're already what we're rolling 16 minutes deep into this bad boy. I mean, keep it going. Well, we lost a viewer. Fuck. That's all right. The people, pop, people pop in and out. It's all right. Anyways, where was I? We're talking about Geauga Lake, Splash Town, yeah, yeah, Anthony. Uh, Ray Jennings. They made, oh yeah, so they're they're in the war room, right? Yeah, they're in the war room. Raises the entire board, writes bow on the top. Mm-hmm. We got the first overall pick. Everyone's fucking excited. All right, we got bow. Coach, it's like played by the great Dennis Leary, who like, is also in your all-time number one film ever. Mm-hmm. Played the dad of Smalls in the Sandlot. So. Coach is like, okay, that's great. Ooh, also won a Super Bowl with the Cowboys in this film. Which is weird because Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl since 95. Yeah. They've won the playoffs since 95. Since like 97 or 96, 97. It's 95. I promise you it's since 95. Promise. Keep going. Keep going. We're gonna we're, so, gonna, we're gonna Google it. We're gonna Google Coach it. is kind of concerned. Okay, that's great. We got the first overall pick, and we get Bo. But what did we give up? And then he finds out we gave up three first round picks for it. And he's like, "Are you serious? You gave up the future of this team for one pick?" Okay. You were off by a year. 1996 was the last year the Dallas Cowboys won an NFL playoff game. Okay. So January 7th, 1996. Them boys. Plus or minus one year is not It literally says on here, them boys. Them boys beat the Philadelphia Eagles 30-11 to to advance to the NFC Conference Championship. The 1995 playoffs. Wait, what? There you go. Anyways, it doesn't make any sense. It says '96, but I'm just '95. So, so we're going '95. We're saying you're right because you know they put them boys into it's season. probably the '95 '96 season. Because yeah, because January Cause playoffs start in '96. No '95. '95 is the regular season. '96 would be the playoffs. Okay. Them boys. That all matter of fact is your race. I've read. Yeah, I always call it the '95 season. Yeah, like this last year was the '92 season or the the 2020 the '92 season. Fuck off. Damn, man, alcohol was the 2022 season. Anyways, yeah, we got the 2023 season. So I love this review you're doing right now. You're doing a great job. I I feel like I'm hijacking it, and I don't want to. No, 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 no. You're doing great. This is more than you normally talk. I love it. Go. Yeah, I know. So, anyways, you get this the 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 sense of like the coach is like fuck. We just gave up our entire future off of this. And he he's really pushing back. He's like, look, let me just do my job. Mm-hmm. Kevin Costner. Sonny. Kevin and Costner. Sonny. Yeah. Sonny is like, let me just do my job. Let me just relax. Calm down. Mm-hmm. So they do this deep dive into Bo. What does Bo do good at? What's wrong with Bo? Like, what are his shadow issues? But right? the thing is, you have to do it with a draft pick. 
if you trade up, or if you're the number one pick just in general, you didn't trade up, you need to know that the guy you're picking is perfect. Your key can't have a heart murmur, a birth defect yeah. of is any Is he able to stay healthy? Like, like, what are his on and off field like issues? You're, like, you're looking for, like, cancer in the family, like, diabetes, everything. Like, it's you crazy. You do a deep dive. Yeah, it's crazy with you. You're talking, you're talking ex-girlfriends, mm-hmm. cousins, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews. Yep. Look at who he dated in high school. What his GPA was in high school. Yep. What did he do in high school? It's just first thing in high school where he was drunk, where he got caught drunk on the football field right. with a cheerleader. You're looking for all that kind of stuff. Right. Anything you, that could you, possibly come up or issues. has happened that could come to light and put a negative shadow on your team. So, which brings me to another point. So, the Seahawks have had literal months to do a deep dive on Bo Cali. Okay, real quick before I cut you off again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't 2013, wasn't that prime Russell Wilson era? Could have been. It was. Could have been. Could you can look it up. Anyways, keep so, going. You're anyways, you're Seahawks had this a massive amount of time to to do a deep dive on Bo. Where now that Sonny has traded for the first overall pick and they have Bo in their sights, they have a handful of hours to to figure out is this a good pick or not. Yeah, he was drafted so, in 2012. Sonny oh my god, wow. He's been around for a while, man. So, Sonny, do you remember this this picture of his girlfriend at the time? Yeah, his fiance. (laughs) If y'all can see that, that like his fiance was like really excited, and and then like he divorced her like a year later. She was really excited they're gonna be rich, and he was like, "Nah, see you later, bye. I'm gonna marry crazy Sierra." Yeah. (laughs) So, pretty much, Sonny like, you know, says to his entire team. Deep dive on Bo. Well, I want to know absolutely everything you can about this guy. There's going to be stuck the table with microphones. I'm going to pick that up. Okay, okay. That's the people's eardrums are listening. Uh, okay. Be professional, sir. Alcohol. I told you. I warned y'all. Oh, God, so, anywhere. I know. Except here. Keep going. Keep going. You're, you're crushing it. So, he, Sonny, you know, still hesitant. Kind of wary. Is Bo the right pick? What did I write in my on my note? Should I talk to Fonte? I'm gonna to talk to Ray Jennings. Like, can't figure out what he wants to do. He's getting pressure from the owner. He's getting pressure from the war room. He's thinking about what did I write on that note? By the way, who forgot the fans? What and the fans exactly? So, so what the, are the, the fans, fans are huge pressure points, man. Absolutely, people, especially like. Okay, a little off topic again, but like, again, like we're we both grew up in Ohio, mm-hmm. right? So again, okay. yeah. So yeah, sure. obviously, like I'm not a diehard Browns fan, but I've been to Browns games. I've probably been to 15 or 20 plus Browns games. We'll just guesstimate mm-hmm. around there. I've been to ungodly amounts of Cavs and Indians games. I, I've been very lucky to be able to do that kind of stuff. Cleveland is like it's just an incredible sports city. Whether people believe it or not. You think it's it's not a thing or not? The fans absolutely influence what happens. To a certain point, obviously, money trumps everything. Mm-hmm. But overall, Browns fans. This is me as a Panthers fan. Okay, I think it was with just like no doubt in my mind, the Browns fans are arguably the most loyal and dedicated fan base in all of sports, in my opinion. Hands down, it's a proven fact. Like. The Browns, the Browns have the best fan base in all of football, and it's proven because of all the backer bars in random ass cities yeah. all over the country. No, 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 the country, the world. There's Browns backers bars in literally. I think there. I know there's one in, in Germany. Germany. Yep. I know there's for sure one in Germany. Yep. I don't know any other countries, but I want to say for sure. So Germany. we're international. That's yeah. what we're saying. So like. I used to go to Browns Becker's Bars meetings as a kid, all the time growing up at Tangiers in Akron. Uh-huh. Okay. So I've met numerous Browns players. I was... That's expected, though. Like, yeah. Cleveland Akron, you know, being less than an hour apart, yeah, you're going to have Browns fans in those areas. Yeah, like, okay, so like, here's a fun little quick story. You know, this episode's going to be more than 30 minutes, but I kind of like where we're at. So, quick story. So, I went to a Browns game with my brother and my sister-in-law and my mom. Like, we'll say eight years ago. I don't know the exact year. We'll say eight years ago. It was the year Johnny Manziel was the quarterback. 
Oh my god, I remember where I was for that draft. Because no, 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 no. the year who's the quarterback at Carolina. I went to that game. I drove up from Memphis. Oh, I thought you were saying when Manzo was drafted. No, 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 no. I was in Memphis when that happened. I went to the game. My brother brought me tickets for that game. And then somehow, my birthday present ended up being freaking hijacked. And all of a sudden, we're in downtown Charlotte, North Carolina, where the NASCAR Hall of Fame is at. It's the home of the Panthers and home of the Hornets. And, like an ungodly amount of just college sports teams in general. You have all your ACC basketball teams, etc., whatever. I digress. But we end up at a freaking Browns backers bar in downtown Charlotte. We had to go in. I got booed. I got booed wearing Panther shit in Charlotte, North Carolina, a block from the Panther Stadium. I got booed as a grown-ass 26-year-old man. I got booed. In the Brownsbackers bar, I was like, F you, man, you're in my city. But it's like the fire and the passion, like the fans, they wanted a winner and deserve a winner for so long. Yeah. Because they've been bad for so long. But the fans sell out damn near every game. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to New Light at any Sunday, whether it's 75 beginning of the season or negative 15 at the end of the season, the Muni Lot is packed. Do you know what gets us through a season? Drinking. Drinking. It's drinking. Miller Lite. It's just, because we're not woke. Yeah, but like I said, like, Browns fans to me are just, it's its one of the best fan bases in all of sports. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, it honestly is. And I can say that, as like I said, I still go to Browns games. Browns games were a blast to go to. They're mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm more... Cavs fans are Cavs are my favorite sporting event to go to, but that's neither here nor there. Continue your review as I cut you off for the fifteenth time. It's all right. So, anyways, you know, like I said, Sonny put his entire team in charge of finding what's wrong with Bo, and the security officer kind of does his own research, right? He's like, hey, you know, I want to let you know what's been going on, what I found. Because his team is like, oh my god, he's slept with so many people, he's not good at French, he got a C minus. Like, the shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? I need to know what type of person he is. So the security officer's like, hey, you know, just want to let you know, Bo, for his 21st birthday party, went to a bar, club, restaurant, whatever, and it got leaked out to the media, and people started showing up. It got out of hand. Somebody robbed the manager's office, stole all the cash. So they had to, fight too. yeah, they had the name. They the police got everyone's name that was in the entire restaurant. Who was in there? Bo. What was he doing? Having his twenty-first birthday party. Now, what did you do for your twenty-first? Did you have friends over? Well, not over. We went out. Right. You you hung out with your friends, right? Yeah. I hung out with my friends, right? We, now, all, we obviously didn't know each other then. Right. Or else I would have been there. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Um, so. Hulk's on water He's street. like, guess who wasn't there? He's like, who? He's like, his friends. None of his teammates showed up for the quarterback's 21st birthday party. But the thing is that I like about that is that you have to figure, most of these kids on this team aren't 21. It doesn't can't get matter. To a bar. You, oh, you can absolutely get in. You just can't drink. You can get into bars and into clubs mm-hmm. as long as you're 18. Depending where you're at. As long as you're 18, you can get in. Say, Kent, if you were not 21, you were not getting into a bar after like 8 o'clock at night. Well, Kent State's a stupid fucking place to go to what? school. Ooh, easy killer. I didn't Kent go to school Reed, there. Kent, right, Kent State. We all know that. We just lost viewership. Fuck <laughs> Kent State. Ooh, aggressive. I know, I said it. You went to Miami of Ohio. Let's just let, let, let's pump the brakes a little bit. I'm an acronym, you guys, so we can't really say it too much. <laughs> we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta pump the brakes a little bit with the, with the max and hate. So anyways, no one showed up to his birthday party. None of none of his people. Not one or two. No one. And you can figure in college, there's like 70 guys on a team, whatever it is. I right. It's Wisconsin, a D1 school, and no one shows up. Lee Badger Red. Come on. So that's that's like a, a, honestly, that's a red flag. That's a, wait, 
Zero. No one, none of his teammates showed up. Okay. That's weird. And then what happens next? So, go ahead. You tell the story because I forget. What happens next is you, have, know you have one of the best and most unexpected guest appearances in a movie. Oh! Fuck yeah. So anyways, he calls. See how yeah, I set him up and he knocks he it got- down. Oh, I'm sorry. We're a football. So, yeah. He's like, that's weird. So he calls the Wisconsin coach, who is played by the one and only Silver Fox, Sam Elliott. Who, two of his most famous roles, as we all know, is The Roadhouse and The Stranger at the Bar, The Vic Lebowski. Mm-hmm. God. You didn't see The Vic Lebowski. I have. Okay, have you? Yeah. Okay. I fuck with you a lot. Don't forget. Okay. I gotta okay. make sure because Big Lebowski's like... I know. When you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you question it, you know. Anyways. So, Sam Elliott, you know, Wisconsin head coach. He's like, yo, Sonny Weaver, what's up? Bo's one of my finest works. What do you... What, what's up? He's like, I got a question for you. Why did none of Bo's teammates show up to his birthday party? Mm-hmm. It's like... Well, let me ask you this. What do you think is more plausible? None of his teammates showed up, or the police didn't want to jam up a bunch of good kids for doing nothing. over nothing. Mm-hmm. Which would happen. Which is possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? 100%. Yeah. So, I'm thinking at that point, you know, as much as, as you know, the police, and you know me, I'm pro-police through and through, Mm-hmm. The police are going to kind of give favoritism to the football team, right? Yeah. You're in Wisconsin. It's your money maker. It's the team. It's your money maker. Right? It's like Ohio State. It's football. all Wisconsin has is Wisconsin football and the Green Bay Packers. All they have is Wisconsin. All the, literally, all they have is football. I don't care about the Brewers because they suck. Right? right now, yeah. But Wisconsin's a football state. Yeah. They're not a basketball. They it's have like no te- basketball. Just like Texas as a football Wait, state. Ohio. Basketball? No, Minnesota. Timberwolves. Never mind. Uh, they have the Milwaukee Bucks, who are NBA champions like two years okay, ago. You know, fuck, the, fuck basketball. NBA is hey, a fucking hey. bunch of woke fuckers. Anyways. Hey. So, I said it. Get over it. Words are not violence. Wisconsin is a football state. <laughs> stop stop fighting the table, bro. Stop, Mike, to pick it up. I don't care. <laughs> so, I decided to edit it. Whatever. Fuck off. Titties. So, Wisconsin is a football state. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you're going to protect the football teams, right? So, I could see how the police would be like, you're on the football team. Get out of here. We're not going to put you on any, any report or whatever. Yeah. So, you kind of led to believe, okay... Well, those teammates did show up, which could have, could have not. More right? likely, the, num- the number suggests that they did. Yeah, right. Out, out, of, the, out of like dozens of people, we'll, we'll, we'll say sixty plus guys. You have, easy, two, you, have 50, you have fifty-two in NFL roster. You have more. You have fifty-three in NFL roster. Yeah, fifty-three. So we'll say sixty plus. Right. Yeah. Somebody is showing up. Somebody. Right. So, anyways, kind of leave Sonny in this like. Back and forth, what's true, what's not. Let's just focus on Bo still. So, kind of get back to this this situation where they get back to the war room. What do we have, right? Security card, security officer comes back in into play, right? And at this point, um, um, You know, Vontae Mack has tweeted out, well, Cleveland, you messed up. You traded the seventh overall pick for the first one. Sucks for you. You're getting Bo. Yeah. You get Bo, you messed up. So Sonny calls Vontae's like, get off of Twitter. Stop. Because any GM, all the GMs have read that by now, and they realize that you get emotional. You can't control your feelings over an, a, a decision. Over a trade. 
Right. Oh, yeah. Literally, over a trade. You're not in the NFL yet, and this is how you're going to act over a decision. You need to calm down. So pretty much get off of Twitter, get off of social media, fucking delete it all. Delete the tweet, whatever it is. Just get out. So he's like, I'm allowed to make my own decisions. He's like, for your best interest, stop. Calm down. Relax. It's draft day. A lot of things are going to happen. So they get back to the war room, and Coach is still fucking pissed off about it. So anyways, you know, we're literal hours away from the draft. Mom shows up. With can, can we t- his ex-wife? With the ex-wife. Can we talk about her hair for a second? Like the hair is the so brown weird. with the white Dude, it's fucking orange. front. It's orange. Oh yeah, it is orange. It's yeah, orange, orange the red, back, white, and the orange. Front. It looks and like this is like a little stripe up front with white. It's like okay. It's I mean, no, it's literally half and half. Yeah, it's, it's like a bad brown helmet. That's what it looks like. It could be a brown helmet. Well, they're missing is the brown stripe. Instead in the of doing the white stripe this way, she should have done the white stripe this way. Yeah, it was then it so would have been terrible. I don't know who decided like this is a good hairdo for this lady. Yeah, we're like let's roll with it. Yeah. So then you bring in the ex-wife. You get yeah, you get back with the ex-wife, and Sonny walks into his office, and they're in there. It's like, are you serious? What? You, what? Well, we went to your father's will reading, and he wants his ashes scattered on the practice field, which you can see outside his office window. He wants his, his ashes spread at midfield, and he wants you to read this Gaelic reading, this Gaelic blessing or whatever it was. He's like, now? We're literal. At this point, you could count the minutes. Like you're, I think you're under an hour till the draft starts. You're, you're a couple hours away from when draft starts. Yeah. There's a lot going on. You want me to take time out of my day to spread ashes? They're in an urn. Yeah. He didn't say, I want them spread on draft day. At least we don't, we're never told. It's never clarified. But he's going to be in a freaking container. Regardless, we can do this tomorrow. No, we want it. We need to do it now. Or at like eleven o'clock at night when the draft's done. Yeah, just do it after. Do it next day. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. Now we're doing it now. He's not going anywhere. I'm sorry for pounding. I know that triggers you. It does not hurt because I know the microphone picks it up. Okay. I do excited to edit it. I don't care. I do excited. You won't edit it at all. Uh, yeah, most of I, I edit every episode. <sighs> Go ahead, take it over. No, you're good. Go. No, go. Go. No, I'm done. I'm not done. So, <laughs> who walks in? The lovely Jennifer Gardner. She the girlfriend. So so who was sexy. also pregnant with, with Sonny Weaver's child, we find out in the very first scene of the movie. You don't know that, though. Yes, they, you do. No, they never say, I'm pregnant. You say, uh, do you want to talk about this? And then he, and then he literally says, well, excuse me, I'm a little thrown off, but I found out the day of the draft, I'm going to become a father. Is that what he says? He literally has that line in the kitchen when they're looking at each other, the first three minutes of the movie. Really? Yes, he has that right before the guy calls him, because then she gets mad, storms out, gets in her car, says, I have to go to the office before work. And he gets the phone call from the Seattle You had the AC blasting at that point. Oh, here we go. The excuses are a fly. Anyways, Allie, played by Jennifer Gardner. The lovely Jennifer Gardner. Storms in the office. Everything okay? Who was also in our last film we reviewed, Catch Me If You Can. Mm -hmm. Episode 87 on YouTube. Give sure to give it a a watch. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of awkward, right? Yeah. Sonny, mom, ex-wife. Current girlfriend, baby mama, baby mama, and you know, all introduced, whatever. So they kind of say, "We're going down to the field with or without you. We're going to do this or not." Yeah. So Alex, like, should we just get some fresh air? So they go out and talk. Blah blah blah. Anyways, mom comes out with a whole entire war room. Which, if I'm the GM, I would be pissed. 
Oh, you're on the clock, essentially. You are, right? You have the first overall pick, and you're going to go take 15, 20, 30 minutes out to go spread ashes. I would be pissed if I was the GM. But I also see why, because they want to pay their respects. Because Sonny, Sonny Sr., the dad, was a huge piece of the Cleveland Browns. The practice field's named after him. So, anyways, quick scene. That's over. They spread the ashes, blah, blah, blah. Sonny Jr., Cam Costner, does not partake. At least that we know of. I don't think he does. Yeah. So, anyways, it kind of then just goes right to the whole intros. Commissioner comes out. Well, under the 2014, 2013, whatever year it was, NFL draft with first pick, Cleveland Browns are now on the clock. They got 10 minutes. Where's Sonny? Do you know where Sonny is? Is he in the war room? Is he there? No, he's not. What does he do? He looks at his note, calls on the pick. Waits. Walks in the war room. Sonny, where are you, man? We're on the clock. We've only got a couple minutes left. Guys, don't worry. I made the pick. What do you mean you made the pick? We made the, the pick as a team. I already sent it in. I already sent a ticket. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you made you made the pick? We do that as a team. Well, we're changing it up. When we start winning, we'll go back to it. Well, we're going to change it up. Kamesh gets the, uh, the pick. With the 2013-2014 first overall pick, Cleveland Browns select. And it's actually Roger Goodell reading it, too. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Vontae Mack. And you also have, like, you have Chris Berman, Rich Eisen. Yeah. Deion Sanders, you got Ray Lewis. Which is absolutely incredible. You have Sean, Sean Vontae Hull. Mack, who should have been mid, early to mid pick in the draft is the first oh he wasn't even considered for the first overall pick so you're telling me that Sonny traded away three years of picks to get a guy he could have got at seventh or even later what's going on which sends off all sorts of shockwaves throughout the NFL draft right mm -hmm. no one knows Oh my God, this guy's available. Do we go with what we got? Bo freaks out, storms out of Radio City Music Hall. Because you cannot do it. It's going to be on Twitter like that. Yeah, absolutely. The guy who thinks he's going to be the first overall pick storms out. Mm -mm, not a good look. Right? Aaron Rodgers didn't get it when he fell to the mid first round. Remember that? Aaron Rodgers was not a first round pick. Yes, he was. Was he? Yeah. Tom Brady was 6th or 7th. Tom Brady was 6th round. 6th round? Whatever. Okay. No, Aaron Rodgers fell. He, spoke, he fell at top 10. He was yeah, like a top... Geno Smith did too. <laughs> let's not compare uh, future Hall of Famer to Geno Smith. Yeah. Anyways. Let's not, let's not do that. Let's, a lot of shit happened. So you're like, okay, wait a minute. And then you see the note. And it says, Vontae Mack. No matter what. No matter what. And you're like, oh, okay. All right. I, I, I see you, Sonny. Which you kind of question, like, you could have got him at seven where you were easily at seven. Mm -hmm. But you picked him first. Why? But before he makes that pick, he calls Bo. He's like, hey, Bo, I want to ask you, whose agent is P. Diddy? Combs. Okay. He's like, Bo, I want to ask you a question. I need you to be 100% honest with me. Did your teammate show up to your birthday party? He's like, what? He goes, did your teammate show up to the birthday party? Well, I'm not really proud of this, but I don't really remember anything about that night. He's like, hmm. You know what? Neither do I. I heard the car horn. Yeah. People, lock, lock. People honking them. And so <laughs> this creates shockwaves, like I said, throughout the entire draft. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Sonny goes back into his office like, 
Did I mess up? I don't know. Just talking to Allie. All of a sudden, someone's like, comes in, he's like, you won't believe what's going on. Goes back in the war room. Guess who hasn't been picked? Bo. Bo has not been picked at all. The number one overall prospect hasn't picked. He's dropped. Hasn't been picked in the second, the third, the fourth. Mm-hmm. He's falling. He's falling. Because people are going with the picks that they wanted. Right? Bo's freaking out. Everyone's freaking out. So somebody's like, you know what? I can capitalize on this. Hmm. Who's coming up? Who has the next pick? Right? Denver has the fifth overall pick. Denver already has a quarterback. They don't need Bo. They're not going to pick Bo. They're going to pick whoever they want. Yeah. Who has six pick? Jacksonville. <laughs> See what happens. So Sonny calls the GM of Jacksonville, who is a rookie GM. Hasn't been through this before. It's like, hey, what's up? You got the sixth pick. Congrats on getting Bo. He's like, dude, what's going on, man? I just don't yeah, understand. Yeah, it, that what, dude is so What cruel. is going on? He's like, well, look, let me tell you this. You can get Bo and be great, but I can tell you that there's at least one GM that looks like a donkey coming out of this. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be that donkey. He's like, I'll make you a trade for the sixth overall pick. Yeah. Because who has the seventh overall pick? Seattle. Seattle. Now, if Seattle gets the seventh overall pick, who are they going to pick? Okay. They're going to pick Bo Callahan, right? So while they're on the phone, Sonny and the GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars, who's on the clock? Arizona Cardinals. They have the fourth overall pick, right? Let's see who they pick. Well, they pick some random person. I don't even remember. The defensive back. Doesn't matter, right? But they don't pick Bo. So, who's on the clock? Jags, right? So, while the Jags are on the clock, Sonny convinces him to trade him the sixth overall pick. Take some time, regroup, figure out who you want to pick. Do you need Bo? You don't necessarily need Bo, but... You feel like you should pick him. Let me make you a trade. What do you want? I'll trade you two picks. I'll, I'll trade you second two second-round picks this year and next year. No, I'm not going to do that. Give me your best and final. I'll give you three second-round picks this year, next year, year after that. It's like, ho, ho, ho. Has to look around at his entire room. He's like, is that a good idea? I was like, yeah, that's, like, that's should, a good idea. He should not be the GM. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, deal. Awesome. Cut scene. You get right into Seattle's war room. Knowing that the Jags aren't picking Bo. Because they already have a quarterback as well. Right? So, you see Tom going up to Jim McBride. He's like, dude... How awesome is this? We get three first-round picks and Bo Callahan. Bing! Who's on the phone? We got Sonny. Sonny, what's up? I can't believe you traded me three first-round picks and I still get Bo Callahan. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, Jags don't have the sixth-round pick. What are you talking about? Sixth overall. Then he lets them listen to it and be like, ah. Oh, uh, the uh, Jaguars are trying to six overall pick to the Cleveland Browns. Uh-huh. What did you do? What did you give them? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I got the golden ticket. You want Bo Callahan. Your fan base is pissed at you earlier in the day because you gave up Bo Callahan. Yeah. The future of the Seattle Seahawks franchise. So, Even though they already got Russell Wilson, technically. Right. So, you're giving up your quarterback, Messiah, for what? The seventh overall pick? Fuck you, Tom. That's what the entire Seahawks fans were saying. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, I have the sixth overall pick. Let's make a trade. What do you want? I want all my picks back. I want all my first-round picks back. No, you're out of your mind. You're damn right I'm out of my mind. 
I'm Sonny fucking Weaver. Sonny Weaver Jr. I'm out of my fucking mind. Let's make a trade. He's like, oh, why? Because you can save $7 million in salary cap drafting him in seventh overall versus first overall, mm -hmm. which solves Seahawks' salary cap issue. So he's like, let me think about it. So he pot puts it on mute. All right, let's make the trade. Uh, 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 so he puts uh, him on mute. What? He forgot the part because he paused. He goes, ah, the deal's off the table. Oh, no, no, I didn't forget that. He's like, all right, let's make the trade. Pause. Right? Because he didn't say right off the bat, I want all my picks back. He's like, ah, you're out of your mind. Why? Because he'd saved all that salary cap. Ah, let me think about it. I got to think about it. Got to think about it. Pause, 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 pause. All right, deal. Puts him on mute. Sony puts him on mute. What else do we need? Because he Ooh. knows he has them, right? And yeah. Allie's like, David we need play. special teams. David Putney. Get David Putney. We need kick returner. Browns need a kick returner. Josh Krubes. Which would have been his time era. His time. Unmute. I'm sorry, Tom. That deal's off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did 30 seconds ago. Which is the same exact line he gave him earlier, mm -hmm. which I love. Yeah, whoever wrote that part really thought mm -hmm. ahead and brought it full circle. He's like, what do you want? He's like, I want David Putney. What? Where'd that come from? Doesn't matter. I want my first round picks and I want David fucking Putney. Thanks about it. All right, deal. So, what did Sonny do? He changed, he turned a seventh overall pick into a first overall pick, got all those picks back, got the seventh overall pick again, and David Putney. He turned a seventh overall pick into three picks, which is incredible. Yeah, the only thing he lost was his three second rounders, but... He didn't lose... The first rounders are the most valuable oh, I, thing oh, I, in all of the NFL yeah. draft. Yeah. That is your future. Well, think you, about uh, at, least, at least you hope it is. You would hope. Oh my God. Because, dude, every year there's guys that come out, and three or four years later, you're like, oh, this guy, dude, is terrible. Mm hmm. Yeah. But man, he, it, it was unreal. It, 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 and the it, entire time, the coach is like, I can't fucking coach this team. And they were all, the, all the, of our first round picks, yeah, the, all of our second round picks. The, the, the owner called a cocksucker, says, mm -hmm. dead man. And then what happens? He go, ends up in drafting Ray Jennings. Yeah, at seven. Junior, who is the son of Ray Jennings Sr., who is a Cleveland Browns legend. And all he wanted to do was play for his dad's football team. Whoa. Yeah, still works. And so then you get Ray Jennings. You get David Putney. Mm -hmm. You get Vontae Mack. Am I missing anything? And you get those three guys. Mm -hmm. And you keep Brian Drew, who's their quarterback, who everybody loves already. Oh, my God. And the fact that he's like bulked up over last year from his yeah. ACL and or yeah ACL because he had knee issues. Some of his knee. Yeah, like the whole movie is just awesome. Like it makes you want to love football. And the thing is, and the best part is, you have at the end of the movie, like you have like the all like proud opening day, blah blah blah. They're all like hyping up in the huddle, and like mm -hmm. you have like a bunch of older Browns players at this point. You have like you have uh, Phil Taylor. TJ Ward, Joe Thomas, TJ Ward, Alex Mack, mm -hmm. uh, Phil Taylor, I want to say... Um, Phil Dawson. Phil Dawson's not in there, in the clip, is he? He's not in the clip, but he's there. I'm talking about what you actually see on the screen. Oh. I'm talking about who are actually in the movie, like Alex Mack's in it real quick. So you have like four or five different Browns players who are actually in the film physically. Mm-hmm. And then, like at like at the end of the draft party, you have like like some like Cleveland like royalty. Jim Brown shows up. You have Jim Brown. You have Bernie Kosar. You have like the weird two pay lawyers. Uh, oh, uh, Elk and Elk. Elk and Elk. The Elk and Elk, Elk, and Elk, Elk lawyers. Elk and Elk. <laughs> real quick. It's yeah, real. It's, it's real, real quick. And I was like, I remember I was in the theater. I was like, that's the Elk and Elk guys. And mom's like, what? I was like, oh my god, mom. Yeah. 
Because Bernie's like, oh, hey, Bernie. And he's like, oh, hey, Bernie. Bernie's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> so you have like, some like Cleveland royalty mm-hmm. and some of the brass players, which is cool. Like, you're able to get those people like involved in the film. Oh, absolutely. Because Bernie, yeah, yeah. to this day, is- you can't make a Browns film. Without, without Brown's players. Without, b- b- or basically, historical Brown's Basically players. without Jim Brown and Bernie Kozar. Yeah. Those are basically, two to me are two of your most well-known players. Mm-hmm. Outside of like yeah. Otto Graham. Otto Graham, and you know, honestly, like, Jim Brown was like the earliest, most famous Brown's mm-hmm. player. Otto Graham, obviously. Only played, I think, seven or eight seasons. Still has all the Brown's rushing records. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. Ridiculous. And he played, like, three less games than they do now. Oh, easy. Yeah, I think they played, like, 12 games. Pops. That's how freaking good he was. It's just... When you can rush for 200 yards a game. A game. Yeah. That's insane, dude. When when an NFL running back rushes for, like, 120 yards, you're like, man, he had a good game. You you would figure somewhere around 100 yards is is an average game. Yeah. So we were talking about this, like I thought like in this movie I was like oh they're just gonna shit on Cleveland the whole time mm-hmm. we're gonna screw this draft up yeah they're gonna be in it and they did and I was like the mistake oh, on the lake is yeah. gonna do it again oh, oh no no we're in a reset mode what a fail anyways okay 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 back in real back in um what would you rate this movie on a scale of one to ten what would you give it. See, my bias is going to come in here. Um, it's okay. So, ah, shit. So, I would give this like an eight point four. And I know I said eight point four. I like it. I know I said you know eight point five because I only deal in point fives. Say, because I know that. I want to say like Rotten Tomatoes with a metric metric meter, whatever, mm-hmm. give like a six point eight. And to me, I think that's pretty harsh. This film, but see, it's not know. a big market film, and, and they're I, basing it off of a Cleveland team. Yeah. Now, if this was like the Yankees or the Cowboys or the Patriots, like if you have somebody hit, hit square. Um, there we go. Now we gotta let it dim. No, we're good. We keep. We're going. just gonna wait for it to dim before we talk again. Anyways, if if I feel like if you had it as a big market team, right? Yeah. They'd rank it higher. But you're you're making a movie about the Browns, which automatically gives it this lower grade, which isn't right. It's still an NFL team. They are all professional athletes. Yeah. Right. But you're also talking about a team during that that time that they were, was they were trash. They were, they were trash, and it hurt so bad. See, it hurt so bad to see, be have to watch the Browns see, suck. See, you give an eight point five. I'm not gonna go that high, but I'm not gonna go that that much lower. I'm gonna give it like a seven point five out of ten. Okay. I feel like that's not a seven point six nine. Seven point five on the dot. On the dot. Okay, I like it. So, now we wrap that up. So, we discussed this. What? Via text message the other day about a new idea we have for the show. Dude, I'm drunk as fuck. What? All right. So, I want to get the viewers and listeners kind of involved in the show more. So, oh, I guess I just want to get them involved just in general. So, I thought, like, it'd be kind of fun, like, once a month. We're going to put out, like, a poll on, like, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and everything. And basically, we're going to let you, the viewer slash listener, pick the movie that we watch and review. We're going to put out a poll. You can pick the genre, the actor, the actress. Uh, and basically, just you you will pick the film for us. We will have literally no – we will have basically zero say in the whole process. Yeah. We will just give, we'll just put out like, what genre movie do you want? What actors in that genre? You know, or actors or actors in that genre. We need to keep it simple. We just say, hey, what movie do you want us to reveal? Yeah. And basically, we'll we'll put out a poll and we'll basically just like, we'll let the viewer slash listener 
pick it for us. So I thought that'd be kind of a cool way for you guys to interact. And, you know, that way if you are part of the viewership or listener that voted for this, you can come on and you can join us here live on our YouTube channel and talk and discuss the movie with us. Mm -hmm. If you so choose. If not, no big deal. Yeah. Not a big deal. So that's something we're going to be doing here in the next couple weeks or so. So just think, think about some movies that maybe we haven't seen or you think we should see that maybe we haven't seen. Well, we've seen it. I've seen a lot of movies. But there's, there's some movies I haven't seen that I found out tonight that I need to see. Like One is Species. And I went as basketball. So, you know, something like that. Just off the wall, no matter what genre, era, time period, actor, actress, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, so we're going we're gonna to try that out and uh, see what happens. Who knows? Yeah, it's it's going to always be a good time. Regardless, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is the longest one we've done in a while, man. An hour. Yeah. Or, or an hour in. So, with that note... I'll let uh, Cheeks give you the sign off if he can uh, figure it out this time. I have been practicing all week. Uh, here we go. For this. Here we go. Don't say too loud. Slice of pie. All right, folks. We will talk to you next time.